you're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and I have a call-in, two call-ins actually, from Ray Gerard, the Raycast, and I was looking for a way to celebrate the power of what he expressed. This is the introduction to his call-ins, and I think this best captures the essence of what he was trying to share. I hope you guys appreciate this. You move up to the starting line. You're waiting, thinking about what's in front of you. Essentially, you have 2,000 meters. That's more or less six minutes to determine your fate. In the grand scheme of things, it equates to a grain of sand on a beach, a bucket of water in the ocean, right? Six minutes is nothing. But at the very same time, it's everything. Because when you dissect it, it's not just about those six minutes, is it? It's about hour after hour, day after day of sacrifice, of carving out your place amongst the elite. And your measuring stick is a race that takes a little bit longer than it does for you to brush your teeth in the morning. That's all. So the gun fires, the race starts, and almost immediately that inevitable pain sets in, right? You take one stroke at a time, one second at a time, executing a race plan, maintaining composure, and before you know it, you've crossed the finish line, done. Just like that. And now those six minutes not only symbolize all the preparation leading up to the race, but now they set the table for everything ahead. The result of that six minute race is just as much a part of you now as the legs that pushed you through. It's what you have to take with you, to think, to reflect on, to build from. And my point is, opportunities come and they go quickly. A window for execution is often so small that before you know it, it's gone. You're left holding on to a result that better be favorable because it encompasses everything that remains. The ones who can capture, who can truly make the most of those brief moments are the ones who will rise to the top. The ones that can see that six minutes of suffering is a small price to pay for a lifetime of pride. So when you find yourself mid-race in the heat of the moment, you can take it second by second. You can focus on the now, on evading the pain to get to your result. Or you can think about it a little differently. You can think about every day from now moving forward. Because long after the discomfort has subsided, and it's just you, you and your thoughts, you will remember how you walked away. What will those six minutes have left you with? How will you have turned your opportunity into something that will change your life? Next time you are at the starting line, whether it be in sports, whether it be with family, whether it be at work, know that you will face those six minute stretches, those moments where you know that the time ahead of you will suck. But just like a race, it will come and it will go. It's your performance, the result, that's going to mean everything. So come prepared to treat those six minutes like they are life and death. Fight like hell. Because the pain will subside. The victory will not. I hope that you guys agree that that really captures the essence of what Ray Gerard was trying to share with what he learned all those years ago as a 17-year-old looking at hurdles in life that his coach talked to him about. Now, obviously, Eddie Pinheiro is talking about a much longer race, but everything that's part of the content of that YouTube video is about the content of the obstacles we face in life. Thank you, Ray. Gerard from the Raycast. 
Hey, Bobby, calling in on your segment about the best advice I ever received. Mine was back in high school. I was 17 years old, a senior, and I also ran on the track team. My specialty was the 110-meter hurdles. And my coach, one day he pulled me aside, and uh, we were about to have a race. All the hurdles were lined up, and he pulled me aside from afar and pointed to the hurdles that were lined up, and he said, Ray, you see how those hurdles are lined up along the 110 meters, and you know how good you are, you know how well you're able to clear those hurdles and finish. I want you to remember that in life, there will also be hurdles, and always remember that whatever hurdle or obstacle gets in your way, you're able to clear it just as well and keep moving forward. And you know what? I never forgot that advice. To this day, I still remember it. And the interesting thing about that advice, Bobby, is that over the years, over the last 30 years, I've been able to apply it in so many different instances in my life, whether it's raising my kids, whether it's career, and other things that have happened to me that were actual challenges. And I found that to be a source of inspiration for me as I went through whatever it is that life presented to me at the time. So at the time I got the advice, you know, when you're 17 years old, you're not thinking, you say, you know, whatever, right? <laughs> but eventually on many different instances, that exact advice is what carried me through. My coach's name was George Hull. And I, I, never, I, even, I never forgot his name, and that was, man, at least 35 years ago. Thanks, Bobby. Great question. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. The track in the background is Brighten Your Day, inspiring piano instrumental from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. And it's my hope that this Kuntz's Corner that I'm about to share with you will brighten your day. Here's today's message. The title, What It's Really Like Living and Working in the Most Powerful Nation on Earth. Choose to live, work, and succeed in the most powerful nation on earth. Imagination. Dan Zadra from ZadraCreative.com on Imagination. What I have come to realize as I personally continue to study the lives of those who have not only achieved success but teach it too is that they all have a commonality. The one thing they almost all seem to share is this unshakable belief that if they show up to do their part, the answers to whatever challenges or struggles they face in their business, in their life, will show up as well. In other words, it seems at least they all share an unbelievable can-do attitude. Why do you suppose, why do you suppose that almost all of these individuals and their respective companies or businesses do so well? What is it? What is it about them and their belief about their life and and their work that's different from, from those who fail. One of the differences is the belief there is always a way. A way to do what, you might ask? To succeed. Period. Period. The most powerful and creative force on the planet rests upon our neck and is attached to our shoulders. We you and I, all of us, each of us, each and every day, every one of us have the ability to do things we, we haven't even yet given ourselves permission to even consider. When we choose to go to work and succeed in the most powerful nation on earth, we wake up and activate the latent forces of our own mind and our own creative capacity. Remember, as Dan also says, there is always a way, over, under, around, or through. He, just like Jim Rohn, took a lesson from the ants as it relates to this philosophy. The ant philosophy always finds a way. 
all that we could ever need to achieve success beyond our wildest imagination is already within each of us. The secret, the real secret, is to discover a method for regularly accessing the highest part of ourselves, our creative ability, our imagination. What triggers your creative ability? What, what is it that triggers that? When we discover what it is that activates our creativity, we can go to the well of ideas waiting for us in the deep recesses of our mind and achieve or accomplish things we previously only ever dreamed of. What triggers you? This is a great question for each of us to consider. What does it, for you, personally, I mean, the, the, each of us have our own triggers. What's your trigger? I'm asking you to consider what your trigger is that allows you to access that creative part of yourself. For some, it's song. For others, it's words. The words in a book or a poem. Some relate to nature, a gentle breeze or a babbling brook. And for others, it's silence or meditation. For me, it's a combination of music and an inspiring quote. How about you? What activates you? Imagine with me now, please, the possibilities. Access, activate your imagination, the most powerful nation on earth. Believe completely, dare greatly, achieve accordingly, make it an incredibly amazing day. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you so very much. Have a great day. Take care. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And the track in the background is Never Give Up. Epic instrumental music from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. And in an effort to create a little piece of content that's a bit more interactive, I thought about what would be a good question to ask. I think questions are really powerful. I think questions have the ability to give us all kinds of answers. And I think some of the very best answers that we get come from questions. The following question was from me doing a little search. You know, Google is an amazing, amazing place. <laughs> and it came from a call-in that I had earlier about advice. So this Google search led me to a link which I followed which led me to an article that's titled 50 people answer what is the best piece of advice you ever received so back to the song that's playing in the background back to the music that's playing in the background for me the best piece of advice I ever received was never give up that's the best piece of advice I ever received because if we don't give up then we can't lose you only ever really lose when you give up, when you quit. So here's, though, on a little lighter note, <laughs> uh, this article that talks about these 50 people who answer what's the best piece of advice you ever received. My question to all of you, my question to listeners is, what's the best piece of advice you ever received? I'm going to share some of these, some of the 50 with you, just because some of them are <laughs> pretty damn funny and some of them are really powerful, both. So here we go. Here's the list. Well, actually, let me go and back up. Here's what it says. Advice is an interesting thing. Sometimes we want it and sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's good and other times it's just plain horrible. There are, however, the occasional bits of advice that stick with us, whether it's from your grandma, a friend, or simply a song. Certain advice appeals to us more than we ever thought it possibly could. And for this reason, I wanted to hear from friends and relatives about the best piece of advice they've ever received which I thought was a really cool way to elicit responses from people, right? So I thought, well, let's see what happens when we do this here on Anchor as well. Here's a piece of advice that, or the reply that came from Molly, who was 29. And Molly said, don't make decisions based on those who will be disappointed by that choice. Instead, on whether or not you will disappoint yourself. I was like, wow, that seems pretty powerful. 
Here's one from Caitlin, who's 20. She says, that's a future me issue. <laughs> John, 53, giving advice probably to the younger generation, right? Don't sign up for college classes that start at 8 a.m. I thought that was pretty good. So those are the first three. Let me skip down a little bit here. Here's one from Abby, who's 20. You can never have too many pairs of underwear. <laughs> oh, here's a really good one. Here's This is from Michaela. She's five, okay? Let it go. Five. Okay, come on, guys. You've got to admit, that's unbelievable. At five, to already be there? Let it go? Mm. Here's one. I like this. This is from Nicole. When eating pizza... Never feel guilty about asking for extra cheese. Eating the entire thing and then ordering another. <laughs> oh, All right, here's a real serious one. I love this one. The worst thing you can do for yourself is become complacent. You can't wait for things to happen to you. If you want something bad enough, you have to make it happen. And if you, if you find that that sounds too difficult, it probably means that you don't want it enough. I was like, wow, that's pretty deep. Okay, let's lighten up again. Let's go back and forth here a little bit. Here's one from Kristen, don't feel sorry for yourself. Here's one from Meg, she says the secret to success is waking up early. Here's one from Adrian, I love this, who gives a shit? <laughs> this, one's good. this one's really good. This one's from Lindsay, she's 19, says never lower your standards. Here's a really good one. Well, maybe you guys should... Just call in and tell me what your really good ones are instead. I'll stop there. I would love to hear from everybody today about the best piece of advice you ever received. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and the track in the background is non-existent. Because to honor my dear friend Paul, who was kind enough to call in with several pieces of advice that were shared with him in his lifetime, I thought it only appropriate to honor him and the effort that he gave to me by not having background music in this introductory segment. You see, Paul prefers to just hear the quality of our voice. He's not a big proponent of the background sound. And what makes Anchor so incredibly cool is that it's to each his own. But I wanted to honor my friend because this introductory segment is about him. Paul was kind enough to share a couple of different key elements from his father, from his mother. In particular, there's a really cool piece that he shares about something his mother used to do or did um, in the engaging of other people so that she might be open to considering at least what their opinion was, even if she was never going to make a shift in what her own belief was. And Paul talked about how that opened him up to be more considerate of what other people think, which I thought was an incredibly valuable piece of advice. And then he shares a piece from his father that's directly related to making sure that the cost that you pay for whatever it is that you acquire in life is not too high. And I think that's really important as well. Paul also talked about not just the advice that you hear, but the things that people show you. You know, in, uh, is it Missouri? I think it's Missouri. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe the motto of the state of Missouri is show me. I think Missouri is the show me state, which speaks volumes about don't tell me what you're going to do, but show me what you're going to do. And I think Nike's done a great job of capturing the essence of that in their logo and the phrase that goes along with it that everyone knows, which is just do it. Don't tell me about it. This just made me think of a segment, actually, that I could use to back this up that <laughs> is from a guy, his name's A.L. Williams, and um, I think that's who it was anyway. Anyway, uh, he's got a piece that he did, yeah, and it's just, just do it. Don't tell me, but just do it. I'm going to do, I just do it. And he, just do it. <laughs> He's kind of like a broken record, but he drives home the point that, you know, don't tell me about what you're going to do. Just just do it. Just just show me. 
So I'm wondering maybe if Nike didn't watch that all those years ago when he made it and go, hey, that looks like that might be something great for us to grab a hold of. But I doubt it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so, Paul, my friend, I don't know what to say other than thank you. I appreciate you. Um, I know there are many that will appreciate the wisdom that you shared from your parents and your own personal experience and what I just, I hope I, I did a, I hope I was able to capture the essence of what you offered here in this introduction. I've been trying to provide some kind of a, a compelling introduction for each of the, the people that are kind enough to participate in my quest to find out about the best advice ever attained and applied in our lives. And that's it for me for now. And thank you, Paul, once again. I appreciate you. So looking forward to the opportunity to meeting you in person in the summer and uh, playing the links of Ireland. Wow, what an epic time that will be. Thank you, my friend. Take care. From Cork, Ireland, Bobby, I've been thinking about your question, or your invitation, really, in relation to the best advice I've ever got in my entire life. And the first um, thing that came to me was that did I understand by advice something somebody said to me? Or did I understand by advice something that I had said to myself after somebody did something? And the more I think about it, the most influential things in my life have been the example, in my whole life, the example given to me some examples given to me by my mother and some others given by my father. So I'm going to give you one or two examples. There's only one sentence that stands out. My mother used to say, you know not the day nor the hour. And in effect that meant that you could die any minute and that in a way I can tr I translate that into Look, don't assume that there will be a future. That had a strong influence on me. The second set of words that had an influence on me was something my father said. He said, and he was quoting, uh, I think, Ignatius Loyola. He said, uh, what does it profit a man if he gain the whole world, yet lose his soul? And that I took to be about, you know, don't just uh, <laughs> set out to live a life in which you, you, you get money and property and everything, but lose your... And none of those words or um, sentences or whatever had any influence on me compared with the example which my mother and my father gave me. So for me, it's always been what people have shown me rather than what people have told me. I cannot think of any piece of advice that has really ever affected me one quarter as much as what somebody's example has. I'll give you one little example. My uh, mother, who is a very devout Roman Catholic, um, used to invite Jehovah Witnesses into the kitchen in our house to discuss uh, religion with them and their beliefs and uh, uh, they would actually stay in the house for a very long time and uh, my mother was never going to be persuaded by them however however my mother being prepared to sit in the kitchen discussing with people who had a different point of view from her and to do that, offering them cups of tea and making it very difficult for them to leave, that persuaded me that I ought to really be able to speak to anybody, no matter what the difference between me and them was. And secondly, when I asked her why she did it, she said, well, it kept them from bothering other people. And I thought, my goodness, my mother has thought more deeply into this. And I thought, well, look, don't, don't jump to the conclusion that what you see in front of you isn't more complex than you realize. Ah.
You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and that track in the background is Balance from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. And if I could have found a track that said Harmony, I think I would have put that one on instead. But when the call-in came from Maria Humphreys, and she shared her best piece of advice, it's definitely related to Balance. It's probably more related to harmony, but it's certainly related to balance as well. Certainly a term that's used quite regularly in the work world, which is work-life balance. And part of the work-life balance equation or the harmony equation is being able to say no. It's hard sometimes to be able to say no, particularly to the people that we care the most about. Oftentimes they're the ones that are really vying for our attention but there's a great quote by Paulo Coelho and what an incredible author Paulo Coelho is. And here's the quote. When you say yes to others, make sure that you're not saying no to yourself. And I really think that captures the essence of what Maria was sharing with her best advice. Colin that she provided to me Maria, thank you so very much for participating, for offering that, because <laughs> what an incredible piece of advice that is. It is really difficult to say no. You know, Jim Rohn, old school style, said he used to have a phrase, he would say, don't let your mouth overload your back. He, he said it's easier to tell somebody that you know, I'm not sure about that. Let me check my schedule. And if I can, I'll get back to you. It gives you an elegant out. And if you can, then you can. And if you can't, because your time commitments are already too strong, then you have given yourself a way to say, not this time, but maybe next time. You've been able to honor yourself and remain respectful to the other person. And I think that's the real value of what's been offered here, what's been shared by Maria. So Maria, thank you so very much. These are the elements that go into having both a strong body and a strong soul, having a strong body and a strong mind. These things are important. This is part of the harmony equation of life. How do we make it all work together? So once again, Maria, thank you so much. Take care, everybody. Bobby, hi, it's Maria. I'm so glad you called me and let me know about your question. My response for the best advice that I've ever received, and it still sticks with me, is just say no. Sometimes we need to say no in order to protect our own energy. And it's so important. It goes to the whole idea also underlying that is trust. Trust that the world is going to keep spinning without you having to step up when you're really not ready to. Or you're so overburdened with too much to do. Oftentimes, we think saying yes and helping other people and doing, doing, doing is the way to go. But sometimes, you just have to say no. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And the track in the background is Got Fight. Epic instrumental music from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. And what a great way to introduce the call-in from Positive Gaming. Replying back to me about... A video segment I shared with him today carrying on the work of Tom Bilyeu and his interviews with people that are trying to make a difference in the world and positive gaming wants to make a difference he wants to make a difference in the world how cool is that this is a young man on a mission to make a difference and he, he likens making a difference to having superpowers and he likens making a difference to how you can relate to the powers that comic heroes have and how we can employ those powers we can make a real difference in the world. I love that. 
I love the creative nature of what this young man's thinking about. I hope you guys find his call-in to be as compelling as it was for me because he said, when I become what I want to become, I'd love to be on that show with Tom Bilyeu. So Tom's creating inspiration. I hope I'm creating inspiration as well. That's my goal. That, and of course my biggest goal, to end fear itself. That's an epic one. But I think I'm up to the task. We're certainly going to do the very best we can. Okay, that's enough of an intro for now. Behind this intro, the call-in from Positive Gaming. Positive Gaming, thank you so much, my friend. Wishing you nothing but the very best this weekend. Take care. sounds of lighthouse reflections and if we indeed are going to change the world the advice that's given by those who have advice to offer maybe someone who is much wiser than we were maybe a grandfather or something like that grandmother heard a couple of call-ins now advice from moms and dads grandfathers grandmothers or it could just be a friend and so I have a couple call-ins now Good vibes. Jason B. talking about advice his grandfather gave him. The most valuable advice about how your word is your bond and some more. We'll let you hear a little bit more about that from Jason. 
And then also a call in from Take a Break Radio, Gabrielle over there, offering some of the best advice on not sweating the small stuff. Don't get wrapped up in the future. Talked about being present. How to avoid all the what ifs. Um, avoid that negative thinking. And don't get wrapped up in the ifs, the cans, and the buts. A couple of call-ins from her on that. Right behind this introduction. So to Jason B. For the call-in. And to Gabrielle. And Take a Break Radio. Thank you guys. Appreciate the call-ins. Good vibes. And taking a break. That's not a bad way to do it. Okay. Here's those calls. Bobby, how you doing today? Hey, just listen to a couple of your segments. Uh, about advice, uh, some music that you're playing. And, um, wow, there's so much advice I've been given, but the most valuable advice that I've ever been given was from my grandfather. And he says that no matter what you do in life, make sure that your word marches the same feet as your actions, has the same weight. Your word is everything, and never break it for anyone, and never take someone else's for granted. Well, anyhow, if you have time, drop by my station, and I have a couple of segments that I posted on about, you know, change your programming and so forth. So if you have time, love to hear some feedback and see what you think. All right, thanks a lot, buddy. What's up, Lighthouse Reflections? This is Gabriella from Take Break Radio. Um, I don't know if it's too late to call in and share my piece of advice from somebody, but if you don't mind, I'd like to just share it with you. Um, best piece of advice is, you know, when you're just kind of getting anxious over a certain situation, um, somebody just gave me the advice to, you know, calm down and, um, you know, don't think, um, you know, don't get anxious over the moment um, that's going to happen. Or, you know, let's say that um, I was getting, you know, nervous about something. Um, they would say, you know, don't don't start getting worked up and getting nervous now because, you know, it, your situation, it, it's not going to happen, um, you know, right now. It, it's it's in the future. Um, you've, there, there's time. Just don't, you know, ponder upon, you know, what, what could happen, what, what you might think will happen, you know, just kind of live in the moment, and, um, you know, just think think positively, don't think negatively, um, and just, you know, always pray that things will go well, and just kind of, you know, don't think, you know, th- ahead, but, um, you know, think ahead positively, but don't think ahead and think the worst of things, don't think the negatively things, so, you know, just kind of always keep a positive outlook on things and just don't um, sit there and ponder upon situations and think about the ifs and the cans and the what ifs and the buts, you know, because if you do that, you're really just going to, you know, kind of get yourself worked up and anxious even more. So I've just learned to just, you know, take it by how it goes and live in the moment. So that's my best piece of advice. Uh, Thank you so much. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections and this song by Harold Payne, Shine On, captures the essence of our station. There's a burning feeling in the bottom of your soul that only your heart understands. Everybody's got a little love inside to give away. All you really need is a chance. Time is wasting. You don't have to wait another minute to let your dreams take you. How will you ever know the world is waiting? 
album capturing the essence of lighthouse reflections behind this very brief introduction are two separate segments one from the beast within you and then the other one from debbie bridge over at self-inquiry with two very very valid discussion points around advice and let's let's be honest with each other, I mean with all of us, anyone involved in this conversation, whether I'm having a direct conversation with you, if the beast within and I were having a direct conversation or if I was having a direct conversation with Debbie or anyone that chimed in about this entire discussion, advice as eloquently stated by the beast within you is a tricky fellow. Advice allows for the opening up of a channel to new ideas for consideration. Advice offered objectively is given with the intent to provide a way for someone to consider something in a different manner. Let's say, for example, you grew up in the city. And because you grew up in the city, you weren't familiar with any of the things that take place in the country. A person that grew up in the country is probably going to have some advice about how to live in the country if you moved from the city to the country. And the flip side would also hold true. Now, with that said, whether the advice is good or not remains to be seen. But you might be able to save yourself much heartache by at least considering the advice given by the one who's been in the environment that's new to you and then reflecting upon how that might best serve you if it will or not. And as I expressed in a call into the beast within you, the important thing here is to not suggest that the other person doesn't have a good opinion or a right opinion. Being respectful of each person's position is probably the most important element in all of this. And then also being open to the potential possibility that there might be new information that you're not aware of. I expressed about my mentor Jim Rohn who talked incessantly whenever the topic of advice came up and he said it's probably really really important to make sure that 
when you make a suggestion to something about something, it's better to, to say we than you. Because when you say we, that makes it inclusive. You know, particularly if you're using should. I, I don't even like shoulds. You know, unless it's got the word consider behind it. You should consider or you might consider as an option. As an option is the key thing. Not, well, here's what I think you should do. Never a good idea. Here's something that's worked in the past, or here's something I've seen that's worked in the past, or here's what my grandmother did, and here's why she said she did it. There's so many different ways, and, and once again, this is not a brief introduction, but that's just typically the way that it goes, because once I get started speaking, whatever comes out just comes out. Um, and, and that probably provides for the best content anyway, because then it's just coming from my mind, which is where everything originates anyway. I mean, each and every thought that we have, you know, anything that we do, the whole idea behind a conversation about advice began as a thought about advice and about a conversation around advice and whether or not that would even be a good topic for discussion. And judging by the number of people that got involved, I'd say it was a pretty good topic of discussion. Maybe because there wasn't a specific intention to arrive at a desired outcome other than to get as much information as possible for people to consider as a resource for their own personal reasons and their own personal concerns about whatever might work for them. The best thing I can say about advice is take what works and leave the rest behind. And that closes this for now. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Anybody else that wants to chime in on advice, please, I'd love to have you do so. I'll be adding those in as a second part of the episode and uh, look forward to any and all um, contributions to the advice topic. Thank you. Not only does Debbie make an incredibly valid, set, well, not a point, but multiple points with this segment that she adds on advice, particularly the part where she's talking about kids. I absolutely agree 100% in that space and have actually seen <laughs> the division of what happens when there's two separate approaches in that space. And um, it's remarkable the difference that takes place. But as far as influence goes, I think it goes well beyond the influence of the person's desire to listen because oftentimes there are people that are very interested in listening they're just not interested in acting. In other words, they want to hear, they want to consider, they might even want to kick the tires, but they have no real desire to make any real change. They're just listening just for the purpose of listening. And guess what? There's nothing wrong with that either. People change when their when their shoulds become musts. That's when real that's when real change takes place. When a person gets to a point where they're tired of wherever they've been and they're not happy with that result anymore, the moment that they're ready to change their standard, that's when, that's when real change takes place. And it takes place in an instant. Change doesn't take place over an extended period of time. A habit may be developed over a period of time, but before that, there's a, a moment, and it is the moment of decision to take action on a specific something, whatever that is. Whether that's something you read in a book, whether it is actually a piece of advice that was shared with you, solicited or unsolicited, or if you just heard somebody else talking about something, maybe they're telling their own story about something that they were able to do. And it might even be something that you're interested in doing, but you thought, well, there's no way I could ever do that. But yet, light came to you in the hearing of another person expressing how they did something that they didn't ever think they were going to be able to do, but yet did. In the expression of that, people are oftentimes liberated from their fear of not being able to do the thing. And that's the power of expression, that's the power of story, that's the power of sharing, and that is the power of advice. It's 
typically the advice that's attached to a specific outcome where things get sticky. If the advice is given without any care as to whether it's taken or not taken, if the advice is given freely without any you know, concern for whether the person acts upon it, then it's just information. The decision that goes along with listening to the information is where everything transpires. And part of that decision process can be questioning. It can literally be the four questions that Debbie uses in her work in self-inquiry. Or it can be silent reflection. It can be meditation. It can be a discussion. It actually could be a heated discussion even, where each person is treated respectfully in a debate to talk about the merits of their points, if it's that type of a discussion. Maybe it's just somebody who's figured out an easier way or a better way. You know, if you've been um, rolling your cart around for years on these square-shaped wheels, and all of a sudden somebody comes along and says, well, you know, if you knock the corners off of those things, the cart will roll a little bit better. And all of a sudden you do that and the cart does, then that was probably pretty sound advice. I know that's an extreme example, but you get my point. <laughs> we can beat our heads against the wall, or we can stop, pause, and consider whether or not something could be helpful, but ultimately Debbie's right. The influence, your interest, your desire to change, your desire to change your standard, your desire to have your desired outcome, your ability to see what that desired outcome is and actually see yourself in possession of that. All of these are critical elements when it comes to advice. My two cents worth for whatever that's worth. Oh, thank you.